0: Let's turn the page here ourselves by looking back at some preseason predictions. I don't know that I want to do this, Dan, because I can't yeah. remember all of the bad choices that I made, but I'm sure I made a few.
2: No, so this is good because I I, I will refer to these as the Melvin Scott Awards to some uh, extent because Melvin Scott, I'll, I'll tell you a little anecdote from my time covering ACC basketball in North Carolina, was a guy who played guard at North Carolina the first year I was down there. And there's a game at NC State where it was back and forth, back and forth, end of the first half, gets free in the corner and hits a three with like two seconds to go that, that basically changes the entire game, puts North Carolina up. Uh, They end up going on to a blowout win. And we went to Melvin's locker after the game and we said, you know, how big was that three at the end of the half? And he said, I don't like to toot my own horn, but, honk, honk. <laughs> 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 and so this is our opportunity to, to highlight our good predictions okay. from the fall and to go okay. through them. So if you remember, uh, right before the season started, we made predictions of the following Bears record, Bears MVP, Bears breakout player, most disappointing bear, take the North champion and Super Bowl matchup. And so we're going to go through each of these. I'm going to read out what our picks were Uh, And then we've got a clip. We've got an audio clip for each category that will be our, our Melvin Scott award winner. So record wise, David, you had the bears as a six and 11 team. I had the bears as a six and 11 team. Not surprisingly studs was a little more optimistic and had them at seven and 10. Here is an audio excerpt of our discussion on where we were landing with the records.
1: Based on some of what I saw in preseason, I think they're going to be this pesky thorn in your side team that if you don't play clean football against is going to sneak up on you and, and, cut you from underneath at the end of the game. I think that might happen week 1 against San Francisco. It's all going to depend on how how Trey Lance plays. I'm not I'm not predicting a win. I'm just saying like watch out. So but ultimately I think there's five wins they can for sure get and then a split with with Minnesota and Detroit gets you seven wins. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. Maybe they don't split with both those teams. Maybe they get swept by one, but they surprise another team. So that's that's how my formula got to seven.
0: I like that. At least we won't be by any of our predictions be debating in December whether or not they should win or lose the remaining games for the number one overall draft pick and who that's going to be. Let's hope that's not the case. I think being more competitive is good for everybody. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. what? I got any horns there. That whoops, that, that that turned badly in a hurry.
2: Well, we didn't we didn't think that was gonna go down that path, but it was funny to listen back to that and be like none of us thought that we were gonna be talking in December about the number one pick, and then that's all we talked about in December was the, the fight for the number one pick.
0: A good call in the San Francisco game studs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I should on the this, side, I was, yeah. I was this close to picking them in that game when I didn't, but <laughs> I always called it. All right. So
2: Bears MVP was unanimous for the Take the North crowd. Roquan Smith, Roquan Smith, Roquan Smith. Here is some of what we had to say on what we thought was ahead for Roquan Smith in the 2022 season. For the second straight category, I'm in complete agreement with you. I have a runner-up acknowledgement to Darnell Mooney, who I think is in position to have a a really good year for that offense. But Roquan is the best football player on this roster. Roquan Smith is motivated. Roquan Smith has the ability to play in a defense that's going to allow him to run sideline to sideline and be as aggressive and opportunistic as he wants to be. And so when we get to the end of this year, as long as Roquan has his head screwed on straight, he has an opportunity to make some major plays in this defense, and get paid right and that's been the goal for a long time here and so i'm with you that that, that's the 2022 bears mvp guys as we look back on this who would your mvp be in retrospect
0: oh easy it's
2: justin right
0: yeah justin fields justin
2: fields so no, it's no, unanimous like, at the end. We all had were, to revise like, them, but.
0: You weren't wrong. They did not win a game without Roquan Smith. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there's
2: that. So we got the breakout player. And David, you, you thought Jaquan Brisker was going to be the breakout player. I can't, can't say you were wrong. Uh, I went with Cole Komet, stunner. Uh, and Studs went with Eddie Jackson, who uh, was, was poised for a comeback season. Here's what Adam had to say about that going into the season.
1: I'm going to pivot just a little bit. And this is more of a comeback player. I think Eddie Jackson is going to have a big year. And it's for a lot of the reasons that David, you said with Jaquan Brisker, he's going to be, we saw Eddie Jackson at his best when the safety quote opposite of him was down in the box, do make, doing all the dirty work, and Eddie can just sit back and play center field and and go get the takeaways that he's been lacking. He hasn't been able to do that the last couple of years. He has he's been in the box a lot. They've moved. They put him at nickel sometimes. And when I say nickel, I mean he's been covering the slot receiver at times. Last season, he hasn't been used the way that he was used when he was an all pro. And I think we're finally going to see more of that this year. And I think he gets back to not named all pro, but I think we see a. a bunch of turnovers from him and we say okay yeah that's why they gave him that contract
2: honk honk there it is studs with a, a right on point I don't know if you guys saw on social media the Bears had Matt Eberflus present uh, Eddie Jackson this week with the team's ball hawk award so Eddie Jackson uh, despite getting injured in that Jets game uh, had had that breakout season that that studs thought was there for him nice call yeah yeah nailed it not gonna lie proud of that one all right <laughs> Most disappointing. Uh, I think you could uh, argue that we were all right in this category. David and Adam thought Robert Quinn would be the most disappointing bear in 2022. He certainly didn't have the start that everyone thought and then was traded uh, in, in October and, and never came back. I went with Velas Jones, uh, which I think in retrospect, we, we, we might put at the top of that list, given uh, the struggles he had really until the last couple weeks of the season. Here's what I had to say about Velas before the season started. This was a hard category for me because there just aren't a lot of guys with high expectations, and so it's hard to be disappointing when you don't have grand expectations to begin with. But I'm going to give you Valus Jones, and the reason I'm going to give you Valus Jones is because I think this coaching staff has grand visions for what they want Valus Jones to be, both as a return man and as a weapon in their offense. And Velas Jones has been out of action for way too much of August, which raises some alarm bells for me to say, uh oh, is this the type of guy that's going to play two weeks, sit three, play three weeks, sit two, you know, and, and be just riding that roller coaster throughout his entire rookie season where you just don't know from week to week whether he's healthy enough, whether he can absorb what you put on his plate. And so that's where I'm uh, I'm starting in this category.
0: Wow. Great call. That was really on, on point. And it happened yeah. just like you said it would.
2: So, so let me ask you this: these, right last the two
0: categories,
2: these last two categories, breakout player and most disappointing. Do you guys want to revise? You guys got revisions for those? Well, who would you who would you say was your breakout player at the end of the year? Who was your most disappointing at the end of the year?
0: Hmm. I, I think the breakout player might have been uh, as bad as he was, Braxton Jones. Perhaps uh, I would go with Jack Sanborn. Oh, that's yeah, a good, that's Jack a one.
1: That's a good one. I man, that's tough. Putting me on the spot here. I want to say, most- yeah, i, I oh, that's tough. I'd go with Sanborn. I guess, yeah, I'll go with Sanborn because most, most disappointing, yeah.
0: I, I think, would be Valus Jones only because of the expectation levels. That's not a bad one either. Uh, beyond that, it's really hard to, uh, Cairo Santos. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah that's, got that's himself studied at All the right, end right. of the year, Yeah, but that, he, he had some struggles. All right, so David, get your horn ready. I don't know if you got the bike horn there, but get ready to toot it because when we were picking champions of the NFC North, Studs and I went the easy route, and we said Aaron Rodgers and the Packers until someone can take them down, they're the obvious choice in the division. And you said, uh-uh, not so fast, my friend, in Lee Corso terms, and you picked the Minnesota Vikings. Here's what you had to say in September.
0: I don't think it's going to be as easy as some people think. I don't think this answer is written in pen. I am going to go for the surprise because I think that is what these predictions are all about, trying to you know, see something that isn't going to happen, that's unlikely to happen. It is the NFL. This happens every year. The Minnesota Vikings are going to take the North Ooh. in 2022. Wow. I believe that the new regime, they're going to – Find a way to get the most out of Kirk Cousins. I think that the Packers are going to take a step backward. They're going to miss Devontae Adams more than they realize. I don't think the defense is up for it. And I do think the Vikings, just because it is crazy, are going to be competitive. And I think it will be 10, 11 victories, but I think it will be enough to win the division. Pull the semi-truck horn on that one, David. Do it. Honk, honk. Ragnar wants to give me a hug. Wow.
2: That's great stuff. That's great stuff. Um, The last category here was our Super Bowl predictions, and I know Studs is going to start us off with an apology here because he had Bill Saints. Yeah,
1: that was bad. (laughs) i don't know what i was thinking i i don't know what i was thinking i i remember i was joking with dan about this like last week i said i just i honestly the thing that i didn't see happening was andy dalton starting most of their games so there, there you go
2: <laughs> so, we were, this either, so yeah. we were unanimous it's good either so we were unanimous in in picking the bills to win the afc uh studs went with the saints in the nfc i went with the cowboys as a wild card team which is still out of potential to happen. And David, you went with the 49ers. So this weekend's game uh, in, in San Francisco has, has some, some big stakes for take the North bragging rights here.
0: It does, because I think it's going to be 49ers and it's going to end up in the Super Bowl Just like I predicted 49ers and bills. Studs. I can't remember. Did we have a clip for that one? We do. We do. You guys want it. All right. Yeah. There's always a surprise in the Super Bowl. Last year was the Bengals this year. Who will it be? My pick for the Super Bowl is in the AFC, no surprise. I think the Bills will get there. But the NFC, I think the Super Bowl representative will be the team we're going to see on the lakefront on Sunday and not the Chicago Bears. Oh, the, San Francisco 49ers, uh, the San Francisco 49ers are going to find a way to get back. Let's go back last year, guys. They They were a good football team. And they were beaten by a better one with the Rams, but I think that they look for upgrades at the quarterback position. They either are going to find that ceiling with Trey Lance or they're going to reassume where the floor, rediscover where the floor is with Jimmy Garoppolo. I know their offensive line takes a step back, perhaps. Debo Samuels back for another year of being dynamic. The defense is why I think they're going to win the NFC. I think it's going to be Bills 49ers. And right now I'd have to take the Bills in that matchup.
2: So, David, you didn't have the crystal ball to give us the Brock Purdy uh, awakening, yeah. but, but otherwise you're dead on point with, with, with how that shook out.
0: Well, Brock Purdy, then I would have been really impressed if I'd have called that one <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant, becoming the most relevant quarterback left uh, among the eight. But yeah, that's a lot of fun. And we. Sounds like we know what we're talking about. Well, yeah, I know. It's like we weren't as far off as I would have expected. I've, <laughs> I've been had worse preseasons. Let's put it that way. No
2: question about it. Honk, honk. There's our first annual Melvin Scott Awards.